Hey, it's John Wayne. I'm just letting you guys know my brand new novel, The Cadillac Man, is available now from Death's Head Press. So be sure to check it out. And right now, before the show starts, I've got a little uh, treat that I recorded, an audio version of the commercial I made for the book. So enjoy that and check it out. The Cadillac Man from Death's Head Press. Good does not exist. There is only the ever-swirling chaos of evil lurking just beyond the veil of our perception, waiting to strike arbitrarily without purpose or reason. When evil throws its wiry tentacles out into our world, leaving an inky black sludge of death, sadness, and destruction in their wake, it's done not out of maliciousness, but at random, with no forethought, no agenda. The Cadillac Man is one of these denizens. An extension of evil, a collector of sorts. There's no bargaining, no favor to curry, no chance of altering your fate. When the long black Cadillac pulls up alongside, all you can do is get in. But you won't enjoy the ride. Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, this guy, they call me the Wanderer. Hey, I'm the Wanderer. I roam around, around, and John Wayne, here I am, that's right, back in Wayne Manor for a brief period of time, and who knows for how much longer. Uh, in the studio of evil nestled there, I am here alone in my castle as I like it. I'm back on uh, back on the air, back on the air from being on the road for quite some time. Uh, I apologize that this episode is three days late. I'm recording it on Wednesday and putting it right the hell out. It's Thanksgiving week, my mans and ladies and peoples. Uh, and I don't know what that means to you out there. I'll tell you exactly what it means to me. Absolutely nothing. Um, it's just another day. Uh, I don't know. Thanksgiving's never, it's always just kind of seems like a chore, doesn't it? Just a little bit of a chore. You got to go around, talk to people you don't really want to talk to just to eat some food at a big dinner that you wouldn't normally eat anyway. So it's just like, whatever. If you like Thanksgiving, good for you. I hope you have a great time. Speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, I know a lot of you do uh, know or may not know that I, I do another podcast with a good buddy of mine excellent author, Christopher Triana. It's called Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. And uh, I know we've been off for a little while here trying to get our shit together. We're coming back in the new year with some new shows and uh, new things we're going to do. But for right now, uh, I was up in Connecticut. If you listened to last week's episode, uh, uh, I gave uh, Chris and I were on. We gave some recap of the New Jersey Horror Con that we were both at that weekend. And uh, we alluded to some things we were going to be filming and putting together. And we did that. So right now available is... Um, a video only, uh, very special presentation from Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's our very Thanksgiving special. It 
is on our YouTube page. Uh, I've uploaded it also to my Facebook page and Twitter page at John Wayne is Dead. You can see it there. If you follow Christopher Triana at Coyote Chris, that's with K, uh, a K for Coyote and a K for Chris, uh, on his Twitter, he has it uploaded. It, it is out there to watch. It's a little over 15 minutes. We had a lot of fun making it, and uh, it's pretty funny, and it's it's a little uh, jab at the Thanksgiving holiday from your good buddies, Chris and John Wayne. So uh, I just want to put that out there. Since tomorrow is a big turkey day for everyone, you're going to be watching parades and doing whatever the hell else you do. Uh, why don't you sit down, take 15 minutes aside. Uh, maybe maybe when you're at, at you know your aunt's or grandma's or where the fuck you go, you're like, oh my goodness, my stomach's got the rumblies. And then you go to the bathroom and you watch the special right there on your phone. You can go to the bathroom too if you want while you're watching it. It doesn't matter to me, but uh, check it out. Like I said, we had a lot of fun doing it and we hope you have have fun watching it. Now, I am back. Like I said, I apologize, but welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you so, so much for joining me, uh, especially uh, all the newcomers who have I've met recently in the past few weeks, in the past, uh, this past tornad- tornadic, is that a word? Tornadic, twisterous, crazy five and a half months that I've been on the road pretty much. Um, uh, if I've met you recently in the last couple of weeks, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking out this show. You guys uh, are keeping me alive out there. You, you rule. I appreciate it uh, so much. So, um, yeah, so we're here in in the show. I just before we get even any further, I want to give a huge shout out. Speaking of keeping me alive out there to my Patreon people. Oh, oh, my. Thank you so much to everyone on my Patreon. You guys have no idea how much I very, I, I truly, truly appreciate the support that I get on there. Um, if you'd like to check out my Patreon page and, and see all the cool stuff I have on there and and all the goodies you could get, and you want to throw your old Uncle Johnny Wayney a little couple couple change, a little couple change? What is wrong with me? Oh, I know what's wrong with me. Uh, nothing at all, because I am amazing. So uh, if you'd like to throw me a little bit of extra change there, just go ahead and do it. Go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. You can sign up for one of the tiers there, monthly tiers. Uh, you get some free stuff from me, and you get, get cool things every month for signing up. And, 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 and you get every week the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast in which I talk to other artists from uh, around the world and country and and uh, uh, universe of all kinds of disciplines and walks of life. And we have a great conversation and it's a lot of fun, that show is. And we're up in the 80s, almost 90s of episodes. Now, I do apologize my to my, my people out there. This last couple of weeks on the road has been has been tumultuous. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff going on in my life, and I I know I've missed a couple of of episodes here um, from the Awesome Dude podcast on my Patreon. But fear not, uh, to ah whoa <clears throat> I don't know what that was today today I am dropping on there a very very special um, I'm gonna do a reading from my brand new book The Cadillac Man um, where like kind you know kind of how I do narration and stuff for my audible books and and the books that people hire me to do I'm gonna do a presentation of that a short presentation or you know a, a decent length presentation on my Patreon of me uh, giving a reading from my new book so that's gonna be out today as well on the Patreon and if you want to check that out as well as the 90 plus other episodes of the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast go to patreon.com slash john wayne is dead and you can uh join one of the tiers and check out all of that stuff and uh give me some uh support along the way which i very much appreciate but i appreciate any and all support just listening to this podcast sharing a tweet coming to say hi anything i i 
that is what keeps me alive and keeps me going. I thank you very, very much, all of you, for the support. So, um, like I said, uh, I, I forgot, I neglected to mention, I am sitting here in the studio of Evil at my uh, garbage pail uh, decoupage desk with my um, nice bubbler full of some very excellent weed that I just got delivered to me because. I'm a baller out of control. No, when you're a nice guy and you do nice things, people uh, people are nice to you. So, uh, contrary to popular belief, haters, uh, by the way, let me go ahead and address something right now. Before I go any further and talk about my weed and coffee and the things that I love, I have to, I hate to do this. I have to give a little bit of a clap back. Now, if you listen to a couple episodes ago, I have a lot of shit going on in my life, guys. I don't hold anything back. I tell everybody everything, um, especially on this podcast. It's very much a big part of my therapy that I don't uh, hide either. I've been going to therapy for over 10 years for the same therapist. I think it's extremely healthy, and I think it's uh, a great thing for people to do. This this uh, podcast works into part of how that therapy works for me in my own way. Now, all of the things that I'm going through in my life, maybe you don't agree with things that I've done or things that I have, uh, choices that I've made. And uh, if you're listening to this show just so that you can um, get information or uh, try to start some kind of a flame war with me online, which you will not, it won't be good to do that. I don't recommend that. Um, but even sending me DMs about uh, what's going on in my life because you're listening to the show to try to get information when you only know one side of the story and you haven't had a conversation with me in over two and a half years but want to make claims of how well you know me and how much I've changed, let me tell you this. Stop listening to the show. Unsubscribe to everything I do. Stop reading my books. Throw my books away. And since you think my band is dumb especially, stop listening to it. I'm sorry that you feel this way. I wish you the best of luck, all of you who are listening to this and know exactly who you are. And yes, this, this comment is about you, not the ones that you thought were that you had to make other comments on. Now, the clapback is done, everyone. So I hope those people have turned off the show and gone about their business um, and, a, and a good luck and a, and a good life to all of them. Now, I got some awesome weed delivered to me just now before I hit record, and uh, let me see, I, I want to find out what strain this is, because oftentimes I'm like, guys, this is such great weed, and then I forget, I've smoked the strain out of my, uh, out of my head, um, but this is called Sherbalato, which is a sherbet and a gelato mix uh, hybrid, and it is tasty as fuck, Sherbalato, wow, I love it, um, <clears throat> Sorry, and I it's got it's getting me uh feeling good, you know. It's got me hit shots to the dome. Um I love weed and I also have a very big heaping heaping piping hopping cup of coffee, which I also love. And uh yeah, getting the day started here. I, I slept in a little bit this morning, but I have been um just blown and going, guys. So um I'm a little bit behind, but I've got a few days here to get my shit all together. And as you know. I absolutely certainly will. So, um, before we get any further, like, so this this episode where I, I, I really want to just get it, get get the the stories out there and get this to you guys. So it's going to be a little bit different. I'm not going to do the tarot readings today, um, like I usually do. If you're new to the show, <clears throat> I do a three card tarot reading on myself before every episode, and uh, 
you know, about just what's going on and, and just kind of look at things in my life in a different way. But, but today I just, uh, I've got a very full plate and I, my priority was to get on here this morning and get this podcast out. Um, so that is what we are doing top of the show, top of the muffin to you though. I do want to say some things. Um, I do want to give some shouts out up top, uh, from this weekend, just people I met that I, 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 wrote down a couple little notes to to make sure that I gave shouts out to them. Uh, my man Tristan, if you're out there listening, dude, shouts out to you. Thank you for coming by and, and, and seeing me in Chicago. It was nice to meet you. I appreciate the support. Huge shouts out to you, my man. Um, I, I, I'll talk more about these guys uh, later on the podcast, but I've got to give much, much love up top to Johnny, my man, John, Johnny, John, John. And uh, he came cruising by with his buddy, the captain, dropping in to surprise me in Chicago. I love I love you so much, man. That was that was a what a great fucking surprise and a great time that was. Shouts out to Johnny, John, John and the captain. I love you guys uh, so much. And then huge uh, big shouts out to um Another uh, awesome artist that I met this weekend, uh, coming up, doing their thing. Uh, big shouts out to Elliot. You, um, you know who you are. You are awesome. It was excellent to talk to you. I wish you the best of luck in, in your writing and art and music. Um, I can't wait to see what you do. So shouts out to you. And it was an excellent conversation um, that I had with you. So big shouts out to all of those people. And of course, maybe one of the biggest shouts out of all, I got to give to my man, the mayor, Don Johnson of Chicago coming to see me, scooping me up. I got pics of him picking me up. I love that guy. Mayor, thank you so much for everything. Don, you you really uh, are an amazing man and a great person. And thank you so much for, for being that and for being uh, an awesome person to me. So shouts out to those people. And I love it and I appreciate it. Now, here's another thing going forward, uh, going forward. Um, one thing I've introduced a few weeks ago, and, and I, it's gotten a little bit of a slow response, but we got to get it out there. We're going to push it out there. I'm going to start pushing it harder, is the Corey Hotline, everybody. Corey Hotline, that is something, again, to, to re- go back to where I was talking about vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne, the other show I do. We had a hotline you could call and leave messages, and um, and now I have opened up that hotline to my show as well, the John Wayne Lights You Show. So you can call this number at any time. Day, night, doesn't matter, 24-7, 365, and leave a message for me, John Wayne, and I will play it here on the show and discuss things, we'll, any questions, anecdotes, and we'll have a lot of fun uh, doing it. Only got a couple couple calls so far, but I've, I'm feeling like it's about to really blow up and be a, an excellent time and a good segment for us all to have fun and interact with each other here on the show. So the number that you can call is 832 930 Four, seven. That's 832-930-1347. You can call that number anytime and leave a message. Uh, be sure to say you're leaving it for me, John Wayne, for John Wayne Lied to You, and uh, I will uh, play it here on the show, and, and we can we can talk. We can rap. No big whoop, you know, coffee. So uh, we actually have a message this week. I'm going to play it here uh, right now, but, but again, you can do this too. You can ask me questions. You can do whatever you'd like. 832-930-1347. Now play your calls on the show and we will, uh, do it. So, uh, hold, we, we will, we have a call, like I said, and let's, uh, let's just get into it right now. Hey, this is Tobias calling for the John Wayne Lied to You podcast. Hey, John Wayne, hope you're doing well. I wanted to call this week and talk a little bit about your tarot card readings. I really like the way you do your readings on the podcast where you essentially give like advice at random based off 
what the cards uh, represent to you. And it got me thinking, what are what are some of your favorite cards, uh, and what do they represent to you, and what do, what do they mean to you? Um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited for the deck. Also, the book sounds awesome. The Cadillac Man sounds badass. Excited for that to come out. Uh, anyway, thanks again. Bye. Awesome. Hey, Tobias, thanks for the call, man. Um, shouts out to you, dude. Uh, Tobias rules. Um, just excellent dude. Been been. Uh, checking out the stuff and, and the other podcasts as well. Thanks for the support, Tobias. Yeah, so that actually, that's a cool, great question since I um, <clears throat> kind of, like I said, I'm, I'm skipping over the reading today. Uh, this actually gives me a little, some time to uh, to talk about that and, uh, and address some of the cards, um, yeah, that I like and talk about it some. So if, uh, like, as Tobias was saying, if you you may know this, some of you new, new listeners may not, I... I'm drawing, currently drawing a tarot deck. Just, I mean, I'm just about done with this, this deck. There's just kind of like more of the ins and outs and, uh, you know, pushing paperwork around and meetings and stuff like that that have to happen. Um, it, and it, But it'll be out soon. But, um, yeah, I've been doing tarot for a few years now. I got into it and kind of got heavy into it. Not like just heavy into it. Like I, I was just got very interested in it and did a lot of research and read a lot of books and stuff like that. And I have a couple of decks, but the deck that I like the most, the deck that I've based my own custom deck off of is the Rider Weight deck, which is the the one that you see uh, when you typically see tarot used in, in film or, or television or media of some kind. Uh, it's, it's usually that is the deck uh, 99 times uh, out of a hundred that you're going to see the the pictures from. It's just kind of the old school one, the most popular one, maybe perhaps the first tarot deck. I, I don't quote me on that. I might be wrong, but I believe it's, it's at least one of the ones that everything kind of jumps off of that deck. And I like this deck a lot. I like the symbolism of this deck. So with my, the, the images that I'm drawing and I've drawn for my cards all stem from that. They still keep the symbolism uh, from the original cards with my skeleton characters that I put in there. Plus, I have a few elements of my own, some symbolism, like, for instance, all of my cards. When you look at them, all of the uh, skeletons have uh, hearts like in their chests that have been stitched together. Uh, some of the sometimes the colors change on those hearts, and there's a lot of eyeballs involved in mine. Like uh, not every card, but there's some of them that do. But this is that's my own kind of symbolism that I've thrown in there. Uh, but the main symbols from the cards are always in there. Now, <clears throat> you asked me what are some of my favorite cards. So. My, my very favorite card, and I, I talk about this at the table, uh, at the booth, if, if you know any of you have come by and, and talked to me about the cards and some of the prints that I have, I actually have a print of this card that I'm, I sell online and on at my table right now because it is one of my favorite cards, and that is the Three of Swords. Now, the Three of Swords, a lot of people are like, what the fuck, that's your favorite card? Like, yeah, man, because it's, it's not like, you don't get that card and be like, oh boy, good good shit's coming, you know, it's like, oh, good, good shit is going to come, but I got to do some hard shit first. And that is just kind of, you know, there's no way around that in life. Um, you know, it, it, a lot of people, you know, you don't like confrontation, uh, or we, I, it seems like we as a, almost as a, you know, human race don't try to avoid confrontation. Um, that's no, not true. We, all we do is war and fight each other. A lot of people I know, it seems like we're trying to avoid confrontation, and that's something that just is hard, harder, easier said than done to get over. But it's something we have to do, especially if we want to live our life, you know, 
to be content and happy the best way we can, particularly if we're looking to go for a goal, we're going after something, you know, we are, uh, you know, working towards a greater goal, a higher version of ourself that we're trying to reach. You have to do a lot of hard things along the way to do that. Otherwise, you just kind of settle, right? The reason I like the three of swords, first of all, the swords represent our thoughts, our intellect, right? Um, and in the card, the there's three swords that are piercing a heart. Um, and what this is representing is the const, kind of constant battle that we have uh, between uh, having to wrestle with our our head over our heart and how we use those two things to make decisions or uh, base our life choices on. Um, you know, I, I've said this a ton of times myself, even like, even when I was like a manager for when I was a manager at Starbucks and stuff like that, it, I very much led from my heart and managed with my heart because I'm just an emotional person. I'm passionate about things. I'm emo as fuck. It's just like, I'm also like, go with the gut. I fly by the seat of my pants. I trust my gut a lot. And that's, that's your heart, right? That's, that's your, uh, you know, that that's all that emotion that you're basing, like, kind of every move you make on. Now, it's not good to do that all the time. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to say I'll be the first one to say that it's it's a it is a double edged sword. You know, it's it, that's why that balance needs to occur. And that's what this card is kind of representing, at least now. These are all open air interpretation, guys. This is just like what I get out of this card. <clears throat> but it is the basis kind of what it is. At the very base of it, you can interpret this in different ways, but this is it. Like, it's it's hard, but we have to we have to ba- make, strike that balance if we are going to truly, truly succeed. If we're going to truly reach our goal, if we are going to truly be happy, you have to strike that balance and make those hard decisions that we want to make with our gut. We want to make it with our emotions and our heart. We have to use our head sometimes. And we and these are the kind of things, guys, I talk about this sometimes in the readings where it's like you already know, like you look at a problem or, or an issue or something. And in your head, the answer is like, you know what you have to do. You know what you're supposed to do. But you instantly bury that way the fuck back under a heap of emotions and try to try to push it into your subconscious as as, as your subconscious has already ejected it out into your head you know you're trying to beat it back and by you I'm talking about myself and everybody whatever you know we know that and but we sometimes even have to go through some horse shit to remind ourselves that we know and that it's going to suck but it's just part of it and that like that is why that this is one of my favorite cards because it reminds me to strike that balance. It reminds me that things are hard sometimes. Decisions are hard and they make your life hard, but but for the better. Like you these are the things we learn and we grow from. And it also is a reminder that, hey, you know what? I've I've done I've already been through rough things. I've learned and I've come out the other side of it and known, hey, it just I know I can do it like you know that it's it becomes a little less daunting every single time and that's why I like this card it really it really to me it says that and it is a constant reminder um, of that sometimes you just have to make those hard decisions 
and it's not the one it's not the fun decision it's not the the one that you it's not it's certainly not the easy decision but it's the one you have to make and that's why i like that card a lot um Real uh, quickly, another card I like, and I also have a print of this. That's why I guess I'm, you know, I have the prints of these cards because some of my favorites is uh, the Seven of Cups. And in the Seven of Cups, it's like, <clears throat> you know, the, the person on the card is kind of looking at these seven cups that are floating in the air with all, with different things in each cup kind of coming out. First of all, cups represent, um, you know, emotions. That that's what the cup suit represents in the card. So it's it's all emotion right there, right? in these cups. And in these cups, like I said, there's different things that there's like, you know, one of them's full of money. One of them's got rubies. One of them's like a dragon. One of them's like a mystery ghost floating, all these things. And what this, you know, what this means is that you've reached a point, you've come to this, uh, maybe you've, you've, uh, leveled up if you will, or you've reached a goal, a, a, a part of a goal and you, you've taken a step up. Right. And now that you've done this, you, you know, a lot of different opportunities now open them are opened up to you because you've reached this point. You've worked really hard. You've gotten to this point, and hey, a few more doors open up, and and you're looking at these choices, and now you have to decide which opportunities to take on. Which one of these things are you going to go with? Which path are you going to take? Um, and there's all these things that go into it. As far as like, and I talk about this a lot as, uh, uh, concerning not taking on too much. Uh, too many things at one time, um, being very aware of that, you know, that's something I've had to learn and I'm constantly trying to balance that. So that, that goes along with it. But what also goes along with it is having to, um, make the right decision that is going to continue to propel you forward towards your greater goal, right? Because all you you just hit this milestone, you just did this thing, you're feeling good. Hey, look at all this shit I can do now. Oh, you want me to do this? Oh, look, this person's offering me this. Oh, look, now this thing is open to me. That's great. But we have to make sure that whatever we do is still aligned with our path, still aligned with what we're trying to do on the, you know, the larger front. But, you know, a lot of these things are going to jump out and be too good to be true. And that, and I know it's a cliche, but it's like, if it seems too good to be true, it is most definitely too good to be true. And you have to examine those things. We have to look at like, you know, is this, you know, status, these kind of things that are all offered to you. We want to look at all long-term things because this, you've already worked this hard to get your life to this goal point that you're at. We want to preserve this. We want to create this life for us for the long term, right? So you have to look at these things as like, okay, is this going to really help me out in the long term? Or is this like a short term shot in the you know, pan type of thing that's just going to come and go and make me feel like cool for a second? Or is this going to completely derail me from what I'm doing? Does this have anything to do with what I originally started doing? These are all things you have to consider when these you have these seven cups just floating in front of you with these opportunities. And a lot of times you can get like analysis paralysis or, you know, and, and then what this card also is saying, you're, you're prone to illusion right now because you feel good. You feel good about yourself. You're, you're riding this high of this accomplishment. So it, it because of the, all this, all of that, it's easy to allow yourself to be led down the you know a, a, the wrong path by somebody that just sounds too good to be true. And it, like I said, it is. So sometimes you just have to strike some of these choices off right away. Like you just 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 without like nope nope get that rid of that one that one that one and kind of narrow the choices down. But really, what it truly 
is, is you have to look at, like I said, what's going to keep you on your path for the long term? What is the best for your goal, career, whatever it is you're doing? You've just hit a milestone. Which one of these opportunities is going to allow you to reach the next milestone and ones beyond that? So <clears throat> this, when you get, I look at these cards, these two cards, I'm reminded of these things. They, the, and I, I know also because I've experienced these things, it remind me that I've been through them and have learned and I can do it again. So that is uh, just a little rundown of a couple of my favorite cards. So, Tobias, thank you so much for calling in, man. You fucking rule. Uh, if you want to, if you guys want to hear more from Tobias, actually, you can, you know, go to the Patreon, patreoncom slash dead. We did an awesome episode of the Awesome Dude for Life podcast. Tobias and myself did when I was in Oklahoma City a few weeks ago, and that is up there to check out. So, uh, jump on over there, give it a give it a whirl, man. To- uh, Tobias is a cool ass dude, and uh, thanks, dude. I appreciate the call. And if you want to call in and ask me a question about anything you can at uh, 832-930-1347 that's 832-930-1347 now as we now go jump into the main meat meaty meat of uh of this episode before i do that i wanted to say speaking of patreon huge shouts out to my new patreon man rick i met you in chicago uh, of the Frightmare Collective podcast. Shouts out to you, Rick. Um, good luck with the show, man. It sounds really fucking awesome. You guys should check out the Frightmare Collective podcast. Uh, it's just getting out there. He's got a few episodes out, and they are extremely interesting. Uh, so please check them out. And Rick, shouts out to you, my man. I appreciate the support, dude, and best of luck. Um, all right. Now, that being said, we're going to go ahead and slide into our old recap of... Days of the Dead, Chicago, 2021. What a time. The 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 deathening episode. The near deathening. Yeah. So, uh, I like I was saying, I just returned home from uh Chicago. Uh, where I was attending the Days of the Dead, um, uh, which I do. I think this is my third Chicago Days of the Dead, or fourth. I can't, third or, uh, one, two. I think it's three. But anyway, you guys know I do all the Days of the Dead. I do all these, uh, one, it's one of the ones I do uh, all over the place, and I, and I enjoy it, and my family is always there, and my con family, and it's, it's a great time. Um, but wow, what an adventure this Chicago trip was my friends. Now, so I'm going to paint like the whole picture here because I feel like we need all the information so that everything comes together quite, quite right uh, uh, for the story. So uh, like I said earlier, I was visiting after um, the New Jersey Horror Con a uh, week before. I drove to uh, my buddy uh, Christopher Triana's house and stayed there for a little bit uh, a day and a half, two, two and a half, I'm not sure, something like that. And then I left from there to drive to Chicago. Uh, about a 16 hour drive was what I was looking at. Now, you know me, I like to leave in the nighttime because the nighttime is the right time. And that's exactly what I did and uh, made the drive. Not too bad. Um, it got, I think it was, you know, I was a little tired uh, the closer I got to it, but I ended up getting there. 
no harm, no foul. As you know, uh, Nikki, old Nikki boy, uh, Nick P could not come on this adventure with me as he had some prior uh, engagements or whatever you, uh, what have you, you know. So uh, be, he'll be joining me again soon, but, you know, he couldn't make it this time. So I was by myself cruising through the night, barreling through the, the mid, uh, what do you call, mid-America night uh, and get got there to Chicago around 10.30 in the morning, uh, a little earlier than I anticipated. And, you know, I like to try to check in because if I can, uh, I get sleep and do all that kind of shit, which is awesome. Because being in the car for all that time, you know, you can get you get fucking ripe and uh, everything is like, oh, you know, just you need to get out of the car. You need to you need a, a shower and a bed is really what you need after that. So um, I go in. It's at the uh, Rosemont uh, Hyatt. Is that what it is? In Rosemont, which is, you know, I don't know, like 25 minutes or 20, 20 or so minutes out of the city, actual city of Chicago. It's it's across the street from O'Hare Airport, uh, basically. But it's a whole little like uh, area, you know, it's like a community. It's it, They've got the Rosemont Theater is right there in this whole complex where the hotel is. And I know a lot of comedians do big shows there. There's some huge like fashion mall that's right there. There's all kinds of stuff. There's a cool dispensary. There's like the biggest Lowe's Theater I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. <laughs> Um, all there in this whole big complex. So it's it's hopping, I guess, you know, but it's not in the city proper. Anyway, I get there and, uh, you know, I, I explain how I've gotten I'm a little early. I mean, it'd be okay if I check in. And uh, the woman's very, very nice. And, you know, she's there was a small fee uh, that I, I had to pay if I'd like to check in early. And I gladly fucking paid it um, because I just, it didn't even matter at that point. And what's also awesome is shouts out to my man, Oscar, uh, he did me a huge solid, and uh, as you know, as I say sometimes, you know, I'm trying to get books delivered to me. Sometimes I'll have to leave the day or two before they get to me, and then things get all thrown off. So that happened this time. Before I left to go to New Jersey, I got one of the boxes of books I was supposed to get, and then the day I left, I got the second one, like that afternoon. I was already like 10 hours away. So... I wasn't going to be able to have them in New Jersey that weekend, but my man Oscar comes to my house, picks up the box, ships it to the hotel in Chicago for me like a boss, like a true baller, great friend. And uh, as I'm checking in, I ask, did my box get here? And boom, they have it like that immediately. So that everything's coming up Millhouse. I'm like, fuck yes, dude. I got my books. I got, I'm checking in. I'm, I'm great. So I get checked into my room. I'm on what floor? 13 baby lucky 13 and they've put me all the way at the end of the hall so there's only like you know very minimal people around me um anyway for for activities and antics i feel fine about that so i get in the room i, I shower up rinse off you know and just get right in the bed and i set an alarm for you know like i, I forget what time it was but i think i set the alarm for like 4 45 p.m something like that uh, and this is on Thursday. So this is Thursday afternoon. Um, now the thing, the one activity that I have to, or, or task, I have to make sure I do. So I'm picking up Scarlet from the airport at midnight that night. So I just have to make sure I do that. You know, I have to be, I have plenty of time to kill. So I end up like, I, I pass out immediately and I end up waking up, not when my alarm went off, but like, I think I said I said it I said it for 4:45. I woke up at like 3:15 p.m. completely confused as to like 
you know, you wake up sometimes, You t- if, if this ever happens, it happened to me like when I used to work at Starbucks and I would take a nap sometimes after I got home, it, you know, it'd maybe be like two hours later and I'd wake up like confused that it was like, is this AM, PM? Did I sleep through work? What day, what time, what is going on? Um, and that was this kind of a situation. Um, so yeah, I think it was like 2.30 or something like that. I was very confused. And uh, then I was like, oh wait, I'm in the room. Okay, it's 2.30. Oh, okay, okay. I got my bearings about me. And uh, and I just was like, well, I- I'm just up now, right? So I got up, I threw in some shorts and I went down to the fitness center uh, as I am want to do. And um, because like, you know, I like to take, you know, I like to work out and, you know, that, but also it's just like, for me, yes, I know I'm tired. Yes, I am tired. And I know I should be tired for being in the car for that long and driving and staying up all night. But I just like that period of inactivity for me, just like sitting like there for all that time, I just have to do, I have to do some motion. I have to do something, right? I have to sweat a little bit. So I go down, I'm just like, I'm just going to go down to the gym, go down to the gym, have a nice little workout, get hot and sweaty, uh, come back up to the room. And I'm like, all right, let's start, uh, let's get a little loose here, right? Let's start loosening up the day. Now, you know, I always buy, bring my beer with me and stuff, but I, I, I was so just like zombed, zombied and zoned out on the way in. I just neglected to stop at a gas station and buy like another, you know, case of beer or whatever. So I think I had like four or five beers um, with me. So I took a shower, I had a beer and I like, I, you know, found a a liquor store on the map, like down the street. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I'm going to go there, get some beer, come back. Now, at this point in the story, I do want to make a huge and special, very special happy birthday shout out to my man, Gabe. It was his 21st birthday weekend. And uh, at this point in the story, uh, I do get him a drink for his birthday. Comes up to the room actually before I leave. And he has quite, quite an adventurous weekend. Uh, What a story he has to tell. However, it is not my place to tell his story on this show. So perhaps if he is willing to tell it, we will get him on an awesome dude for life uh, boner bonus um, podcast to tell the story on the Patreon. But uh, I, let me assure you, it is a it is a fucking badass tale of a birthday you wish you could have had in your entire life. And I'm not trying to oversell it because. There's no way to oversell it, just so you know. But I, like I said, happy birthday, Gabe, if you're listening. I hope you had a great weekend. I love you, man. Um, you need, you know, you need anything. I'm here for you. But uh, maybe if you want to, if if we, if Gabe wants to tell us his story, uh, he can. But uh, this is not my place to tell it. But I just want to say this part in the story, Gabe. Yes, we had a happy birthday drink. Now, I go down to uh, the liquor store and. While I'm there, now this is what I think. I go there, I walk in, I grab a case of beer, I grab a bottle of vodka, and I grab like a, a grande, like single beer, you know, for, you know, to, to start it. It's my starter beer. Now, I thoroughly believe that if there had not been a line um, at, the, at the counter, everything, my, my evening would have been very different. <clears throat> However, because there was two, there were two people in front of me, and it was kind of moving slow. I had too much time to think, which was not good in this situation. So as I'm approaching the counter, I can see on the counter in front of me is this just like thing, this little 
standee or, you know, display, uh, uh, what do you call those, uh, impulse displays of this boner pill called Hard Times. It won't let you down. And uh, I just thought that was very funny. It really, I was really tickled by this. And as I put my, my stuff down on the counter, there's this old, uh, very, uh, very lovely older uh, Polish woman that's manning the counter. And she has a, a very cute dog with her behind there. And I put my stuff down like, how are you doing? How are you, how's the night? Oh, good. You know, this. And, and I'm looking at the hard times as she's ringing it up. And I just take one off the thing and say, and I'll have one of these two, please. And I set it down there. Now, hence, I have now cast the die um, here in this story, I feel. Um, and it's just spinning around out there on the edge of the board, waiting to see what's going to happen and where it's going to fall. Uh, but the, it definitely has been cast with this move from me. <clears throat> so go back to the place, throw all my shit upstairs. And I go down to the bar, uh, downstairs, the bar hotel, hotel bar, uh, meet up with some dudes. I know shouts out to all you guys. I'm not blowing up your spots. We were hell hanging out. We all go up to the, to the room smoke some weed, you know, having some drinks. And we're having a good time. I'm feeling good. Now, also, I neglected to say, like, you know, on the way in, I I ate, uh, I think the last thing I ate as I was driving was around like 6 a.m. I picked up like a, a, a gas station turkey sandwich. Fine. After I did work out before I went to the liquor store, I ate, I wasn't super hungry, but I had some instant noodle ramen. So I ate one of those real quick. And now, like, Smash cut to me back at the bar. I've just been drinking. Um, we have some shots. We're having a good time. I'm not getting hammered, but I'm feeling good. Uh, I go downstairs, hang out for a little bit. Soon, before I know it, bam, it's it's almost midnight. Time to go pick up Scarlett. I'm very excited. Go to the airport, uh, which is right there across the street. It's like this four-minute drive. Get I pick her up. We get back, and... Um, you know, we we have a couple more drinks. We go downstairs. We're hanging out with people. Uh, you know, Gabe comes out of the bar. Some magicians are with him. Shouts out to you guys, uh, Tommy and the boys. And uh, they were doing magic and shit. We go back up to the room to smoke some more weed. And, like, honestly, the time just gets away from you sometimes. And that's what it did. And before I know it, it's like 530 in the morning. And we're like, all right, guys, we'll see you later. The dudes leave. The, guy, the magicians are leaving. And I'm like, I'm definitely on the on the hammered side of ham hammered at this point hammery i guess and i pick up i've already had the boner pill out because i've sh- I showed it to everybody i'll finally get this hard time she's got a sledgehammer in this crate um and uh then i just like pop it open pop it in my mouth and there my friends is when the the die fell off the board into the abyss uh, because that was the worst thing I probably could have ever done. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought it would be funny. Uh, I was already in that kind of headspace of like, John Wayne, you know. And uh, it, I, okay, I know it's supposed to give you a boner. I don't think it had anything to do with that. But what it did have to do with is making my skin crawl. Within like 30 minutes, I was like hot, cold, shaking, jittery uh my heart was pounding out of my chest it was like awful it was the worst ever the worst now it's like friday morning you know the, the convention is starts that night starts friday night 4 30 is when the doors open i can start setting up i believe at 9 a.m 
I get up. I'm like, I can't sleep. I can't rest. I just get up. I'm going to take a shower and try to like balance myself out. I'm drinking water and I take a shower and I, and I get out and immediately just start vomiting. Like I just throw up like a bunch, just all liquid. I didn't have anything in my stomach. I'm like, shit, that sucks. Okay. I'm going to get in bed. I'm going to sleep till about 1030, 10 o'clock, get up, go set my shit up then come back and nap again, and then be right as rain to start to vend, right? So um, I enacted the first part of the plan. I got up, and then I I, I, I still couldn't really sleep. I was just kind of laying there in this fit of uh, anxious, anxiety, shaky, whatever. So I just got out of bed at like 9.30, and I went, and I was like, I haven't eaten, I need to eat, that'll make me feel better, I go downstairs, I get a sandwich from like the little cafe, coffee cafe, come back upstairs with it, and I'm eating like half of it, and I'm exhausted, like just walking down to the elevator, I I had to like bend over the rest, like I was exhausted just doing that, I'm sweating, like just sweat starts popping out, I'm like, oh man, I'm not over the, I'm not better, this is, this is bad, I'm worse, Go back to the room and just lay down for a little while longer. Get up. I'm like, all right, I, I, let's go get my stuff. Scarlett is you know, helping me bring my stuff in. We get down to my car in the parking lot. And I'm, tr- I'm getting my stuff out, putting it in my wagon. And I'm just like, oh, man, I'm, a, like, I'm so exhausted. And my, my skin is so prickly and tingly. And then I just start throwing up again all down over the side of my car. I'm just like, it's daytime. Like... I, it's rock and roll, I know, but like, there's like people parking like next to me, like and shit. And I'm just like dressed in black, black leather jacket, sweating my ass. I'm like a vampire die. Literally, like this is like if you left the vampire out in the sun and he just starts melting and puking his guts out, like right there. That's what it was like. I'm just throwing up all by my car, a bunch. Get, I'm like, all right, I'll rest for a second, you know, get some water, you know, Scarlet gives me some water, switch out. I'm like, let's go. Go in the back area, the loading area. I'm pulling my, my, my cart, my cart, and I am just dying, people, dying. What had happened was like this, this pill, of course, is poisoning me, uh, but it, it dropped my blood pressure so low that it was like everything was like a huge task. Like it, just even walking, pulling the wagon, I, I was just like nothing. I, get kind of to the table, everybody sees me, all of my friends, and everyone's like freaking out, understandably so, because I'm like pale, sweaty, dying, I look like absolute shit, and I just kind of get, just let go of my wagon and put my things down, you know, Scarlett gives my stuff to, you know, to to some of the, the family, and it's like, just, I'm like, I have to go, I'm going back to the room, they're like, okay, and everyone's like extremely worried, rightfully so, and rightfully so. I get up to the room and uh, I'm just like, I just have to rest. So I just pass. I get compress. I take another like rinse off shower because of how much I've sweat. I, I fucking trying to rest. I got people come, people come up and check up, checking on me, um, which was awesome. You know, making sure I'm getting fluid, trying to eat some fruit to get some sugar. What's wrong. And like, I like it just what it was just like the poison in me from this pill just like had to, run its course. There was nothing else I could do. And I was becoming very aware that the closer it was getting to like, um, I I was going to have to get up and go downstairs and work. It was like, 
um, it, it was it was feeling bad. But I, I got up, I pulled myself up, I went downstairs, and I set up my table. I set everything up, and then I sat there, and I was like, I have to go back upstairs for a little bit. And I went upstairs, and then I once I laid in the bed, I was like, I, I'm gonna have to just. I'm gonna have to call it. I'm gonna have to take the loss. I cannot go back down there. I cannot. I I'm gonna throw up. I can't. I'm not gonna throw up on the floor in front of everyone. I'm not gonna be running from the floor to like find a place to throw up. I I can't talk to anybody. I'm hot. I'm cold. I'm awful. It was like I've I've had the flu once in my life, and it was kind of similar to that. In but I knew, but it, but not like uh, the the body in the way that my body felt. It, it, everything else like that goes with the flu, like your head all fucked up and your congestion and coughing, like none of that, none of the sick, sick feeling, like the body feeling kind of is the best way I could describe it. And I was like, I just like, Scarlett was like, said it's almost time for, you know, gonna have to go downstairs. And I was like, I can't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going. I just have to just not do it. So uh, uh, and she understood everything. She understood which was fun. And I was like, I just had to take the loss. So then we're like, we, we get everything Postmates, some Gatorade, some drama means some, you know, let's get everything to get, try to get me back, uh, and ready for the next day. And like I said, I've just been in bed all day, uh, on Friday. And I finally, I get some fluids into me the, the, the last half of the day, the back half of the day, I start feeling better, not like, uh, better, but just better than I, I did. And uh, I was able to fall asleep, and I just uh, slept through the night. It was my booth was just gonna be dark. I wasn't gonna. I just wasn't gonna be there. Apologies to anyone, the people who came out to see me on Friday. Michael, sorry, man, I missed you. Uh, James, my man, Spider Legs, I love you, dude. Sorry, I missed. I missed you guys. Uh, I. It was just not gonna happen. And I fully take all of the blame and responsibility i did it to myself um and it was something i was just like well you know what i'm just gonna have to work that much harder tomorrow and sunday and that's just how it's gonna have to be so i pass out like i said i actually slept pretty much all the way through the night maybe i woke up here and there just tossed and turned but i got up early like i got up at i don't know not 8 30 or something not 8 9 or maybe before that I got up, no, no, I got up like at eight because I, th I thought that the floor opened at 10. It, it typically usually has been opening like at 10 with, um, you know, VIP starting at 9.30 a.m. So I got up and I'm like, okay, I feel better. I think I feel okay. I can, I'm not tired. I'm not fatigued. My heart's not pounding out of my chest. I'm not hot and cold. I'm not nauseous. Let, let me take a shower. Took a shower, felt good. I felt really good after the shower. Had a little bit of coffee, felt even better. Put a little bit of uh, some food in my stomach, the other half of the sandwich that I'd bought. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I feel good. I'm going to go downstairs and just, get ready. I'm going to adjust my table. I get down there at like 9.15 and I, there's a line, you know, already for the, the show. People are queuing up and I go on the, to the, you know, I go in through the celebrity door to the, to the floor and the vending floor. And I'm like, whoa, it's like half dark. There's barely any lights. No one is in there. I'm the only one in there. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is all about, but I'm for it. Go over to my table. Thankfully, my friends had taken all of my books off of my table and kind of just like you know, set them behind so that they, you know, no one fucked with my stuff, which was, which was great. I appreciate that. And it turns out that, um, the schedule had changed and it was now 
opened at 11 was when the floor opened. So I was very early, which was awesome because I took my time setting my table back up. I rearranged. I was, I, I, I was, you know, I'm always trying different setups. So I kind of, you know, was trying a couple different things. I'm, I was glad I had the extra time <clears throat> and, um, had another Gatorade with me, drank that slowly just to be sure. Cause I was feeling okay. I wasn't, you know, popping sweat all over, like out of everything. And I'm like, okay, I think that I am good. I was listening to Deftone, sat at my table, look, it was looking good. And, uh, I've got to say I was fucking ready. I was ready for the day. I was really feeling, feeling good by the time like people started showing up, the other vendors, everyone asked me how I'm doing. I'm like, baby, I'm ready. I told everyone about my boner pill mishap because I want to teach a lesson. <laughs> do not do that. Don't take those. They're really bad. They're actually very, they're, they are poison. Um, but you know, you can't kill me because I am of course eternal and, uh, you know, that's it. So I, um, I, I felt good. Scarlet came down, um, and, and to, to help me there at the booth. And we had, she had brought this joint from, uh, um, one of the dispensaries in Vegas. I forget the strain, but shouts out to that strain. Cause I went out, uh, she brought it down to me and I went out and maybe smoked like a quarter of it. And holy jeez, did I feel awesome. I was like, okay, baby, we are fucking back, baby. We're back. And I was back. And um, <clears throat> Saturday went off without a hitch, guys. It was great. I uh, had a lot of sales. I sold a lot of books. Um, I was glad to see, you know, uh, other authors out there, my homies, uh, Wesley Southerd two-time Splatterpunk Award winner uh, out there. He wasn't, they didn't get, they didn't put us next to each other this time. He's a couple aisles away, but he was doing his thing. Uh, shouts out, Kevin Strange was there, came over. Thanks for the shot, bud. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, a couple other authors doing their thing. It was it was cool. And it was like a, a very, very uh, much, like as far as what I consider my con family and close friends, that, that whole it was very centric that like there was a lot of people around who loved me, who I loved, who was, all, who were all very worried about me and expressed their concern. And I, I, I appreciate it. I, I, like I said to them, I've never had this many people care about me, um, ever, or like even show that at all. So it's a, it was a little like disarming at first, but I, I appreciate it very much. And no, I will never do that. And I will never scare anyone like that again. So Saturday, like I said, I'm back at superpower level guys. I'm like breaking buildings down with my boner and stuff like that. I'm insane. Uh, not from boner pills, just from my massive amazingness and, uh, sold a lot of books. Thank you to everyone who came by and bought books on Saturday. It was great. And, um, Saturday night, end up just kind of chilling. Got shouts out to to Wes's dad and uncle who are uh, giving us sage advice and pizza, which I appreciate. And then I ended up just going down. I played for uh, I played about an hour set down in the bar, um, one of the bars downstairs. After that, and then you know what? I'm not tempting fate. I'm not trying to to what do you call it? You know, poke the bear or whatever. I was like, ah, we just go upstairs and just chill. This is, you know, it's, it's gonna, we'll call this an early night. 1130. I'm in bed sawing logs, baby on a Saturday night. Why? Cause I'm fucking amazing. And that's how I do it. Uh, got up Sunday morning. What'd I do early hit the gym because I was like, I got to get back. I got to get back, baby. I can't, you know, you can't keep me down. Had a good workout. Um, got nice and sweaty Sunday, went in to the floor, murdered it again, had a really great, um, uh, sales day on Sunday. 
and plus then uh, we were visited by the second tornado twin. Ava stopped by. Um, Scarlett's a very uh, sister and best friend, and and what a time we had all hanging out together. Just uh, keeping it low-key. Shouts out to Leslie. I love you, darling, hanging out. And uh, and Calvert, you guys, uh, you guys are your own tornado twins. And uh, we just had another low-key night. Hung out at the room, partied a uh, little bit here and there. But again, had to hit the sack. Had to get that sack time because, you know, it was a long drive the next day. I had to take Scarlett to the airport. And, um, you know, and that pretty much summed it up. Now, on the way, uh, like I said, so it was a great show. It, I, had a, I had a great show. I love Chicago. I've said it before. I'll say it again. One of my all-time favorite cities to visit. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get to see uh, Michael Allen Rose this time, but I love you, buddy. They He was out in Portland as they were doing the uh, Bizarro Wonderland Awards uh, out there, um, wherever, and he was there to uh, be a part of that. So we missed each other, but uh, next time. There's always next time. Uh, so, yeah, so then I ended up starting my drive kind of in the evening around 4 o'clock to head back to Houston. And um, I, you know, I was, of course, you know, tired anyway from it being like a long couple of weeks on the road or almost three weeks on the road and a lot of activity but I was like I'm gonna take this edible and that edible while it was awesome just really wiped out the rest of my energy and so I ended up having to stop at around 2 a.m. ish um in uh Arkansas and just grabbing a hotel like a motel room and I had to sleep. I just had to. Couldn't. I couldn't not sleep. It would have not been good. So I slept for a few hours. I got back on the road about 11 a.m. Uh, at checkout time, and then I, I arrived back here at Wayne Manor, um, close to 7 p.m. And uh, yeah, just not much else going on for me after that. I, I pretty much went to sleep shortly after. And uh, now I'm up and, and putting everything together and telling the tale to you guys. So. Uh, yeah, so now I'm here, and that is um, that's that's the wrap up on the old recap of the uh, death, uh, death and life and death and boners in Chicago, the 21st uh, century edition. Yeah. All right, hey, there you go, everyone. Uh, another harrowing tale from the road and a recap of another great con. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and checking it out and subscribing and telling your friends. Uh, thank you to everyone who stopped by the the booth and, and bought some books and talked shop or just said hello. I appreciate you guys all so much. Uh, hey, don't forget, my brand new book, The Cadillac Man, is out now from Death's Head Press. Uh, pick it up, please. I want to pump those sales up, show these guys the way we mean business. This is the longest work that I've had out to date. It's 417 pages. Um, it's what I wrote over the pandemic, and uh, I, I'm very happy with it. So please check it out. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, if you want to get a signed copy from me, keep watching the skies. No, watch my social media at John Wayne is Dead on Twitter. Twitter, Instagram, uh, everywhere, TikTok. And once I get my copies of the books, I will put out there that I have them and you can order them from me at johnwayneisdead.com. If you go to the shop page there, uh, and you can also, while you're there, get any of my books signed and sent to you. All orders are going out today. All of the things are happening today uh, as I've been on the road for a bit. So if you've ordered something, thank you so much for being patient. I'm going to take care of you. Don't worry. Um, but you can get all kinds of stuff from the shop page at johnwayneisdead.com, record 
records, t-shirts, art, all of it. And I appreciate any and all support. You can get my books anywhere you get books, Amazon, Kindle, Barnes and Noble, all that stuff online. And I love you for all of the support. Um, Thank you guys. And if you again jump on my Patreon, check me out there. If you want to throw me, uh, throw me a little extra uh, change every once in a while, every month. It's Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead. And um, follow me, like I said, at John Wayne is dead. Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And I will see you again. Mm-hmm.